Hey everyone, welcome to In the Hive with Michelle B. I love talking niches, personal branding, social media, and influencer marketing in our real estate business. I am an active realtor, just like you are. I'm with Real Broker LLC in beautiful Boca Raton, Florida, and I'm also the founder and editor of Hashtag So Boca Lifestyle, which is a niche brand I started in 2017. If you want to build your business up, then you will want to consider learning how to niche down, and we talk about this all the time on my podcast, on Instagram, on TikTok, and on YouTube. So make sure to follow me at the Michelle B on Instagram and TikTok. And if you'd like to subscribe to my website, sipsocialcell.com, I have some really good blog posts over there. And I also post the events that I'm going to be speaking at and webinars that I'm going to be involved in. So if you're ready for today's episode, let's get started. Hey, everyone. So I am so happy. I'm Michelle B. I am in the hive with Michelle B. This is Women to Women in Real Estate group that we're um, live streaming today in. And as you guys know, I love everything social media, branding, video marketing, niching down. And today I have my friend, Will Friedner, who is from Montana, who has a crazy good YouTube channel. And he's going to talk to you guys and, and me a little bit about his journey with YouTube and how it has really transformed his business and some of the really cool things that are going on. So, hey, Will. Hey, Michelle. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself and then I'll tell everybody how we met. And then we'll just go right into the video stuff on YouTube. Uh, I am an agent up here in Northwest Montana. I've been doing it for about 13 years now, and I started a YouTube channel about a year ago, just over a year now. And um, yeah, uh, it's been the best thing I've ever done. Should have done it 10 years ago. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, where are you in Montana? Uh, here in Whitefish, Montana, which is in the very northwest part of the state. It's right. We're about 20 miles from the entrance to Glacier National Park. Beautiful. And what is the name of your YouTube channel? So everybody, well, I take that back. Would you like people to follow you or do you prefer realtors don't follow you? Because that is a, a key question, guys. So what would you tell everybody your channel? But if you don't want people following you, that's fine, too. I get that. <laughs> No, it's called Living in Montana. I don't, you know, I was very fortunate. We can get into this later, but I had a video kind of take off on me last fall and I'm up to 40,000 subscribers now. So I don't think some realtors following me is going to do anything. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So check out his channel because it's really, really fantastic. And the thing about what I like about what you're doing is it's very easy to watch it's simple it's not overly produced or anything it's just you being you talking about where you live and showcasing the community and um you know will and i met we were talking earlier we met on snapchat back in 2016 which is really kind of cool because we met a lot of the same people and went to this great mastermind in park city and it just solidified so much of what we all seem to like to do which is content and what works for some people, what works for other people, etc. Right. So, with that being said, um, talk me a little bit about that video that took off of yours. <laughs> well, uh, I had I started right when the Rona hit last year. Um, 
I was kind of like, you know, I had always wanted to do a YouTube channel. And so then I thought, well, we're going to really have to start doing something because, you know, we didn't, nobody knew what was coming. And so I went ahead and started a channel and uh, my goal was always, you know, like everyone to get to a thousand subscribers and um, 4,000 hours so I could monetize it. And I was kind of, you have to do that in 12 months. So I was kind of cruising along through the summer. I was getting, um, you know, I think I was at about 600 subscribers in August. And I thought, oh, I'll probably make it, you know, within 12 months. And then I was already starting to get leads from the channel. And one of the leads I got, some people called me from Los Angeles. And they had never been to Montana before, but they wanted out. They wanted out of the big city and they told me we want to just be way out in the woods and i said have you ever been here and they said no and i said well i don't think you understand what way out means here and i said you need to come up here well two days later they're in my office they got in the car that night and took off so badly they wanted out of la wow. so anyway they had picked out this house to look at well i'm telling you michelle it was you're familiar with this part of the country so it was way out like way <laughs> way out and they were following me in in their car and we got about 10 miles up this forest service road way up in the mountains and i pulled over before we even got to the house and i walked back to their car and both of their eyes were like this and, <laughs> and i said this is August. What the hell are you going to do in January up here? I mean, you're an hour from the nearest store. And they were like, oh, my God, you're right. This is crazy. I can't, you know. And I they're like, why didn't you tell me? I said, I did tell you. Um, so on my hour drive back to town, I thought I need to make a video kind of warning people about Montana and about this kind of thing. And so ironically enough, I make a video about why you shouldn't move to Montana and it goes viral. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it. And when you say viral, how many views do you have right now of that video? Because I just took a peek. On that one, I think it's almost at 1.8 million. Um, but I got 90% of those views within two weeks of when I posted it. I went over a million right away. Crazy. But you know you're so right about that and they did they end up buying anything they did yep and i and i and they had no idea. it was kind of funny i i was a little nervous about telling them and offending them possibly that you know hey i made this video that went viral and it was about you guys but uh, <laughs> but i told them and they laughed and they they thought it was cool and um they ended up buying a lot much closer to town and it just closed a couple months ago and they couldn't be happier that they own something up here now. That's fantastic. But I think that goes to, we do what's right for the client, not what serves us. And you, by just being honest and then filming something, because it's a pain point and, and we have had that kind of buying down here as well in the sense that I just need to get out, I need to have space, but then let's sit down and breathe for a couple minutes and figure out, well, what does that actually mean to you? And can you live with being that far away? Yeah. Right? Oh, yep. crazy. Um, uh, yeah, 
there again, they're from LA, which couldn't be, you know, there's very <laughs> few cities bigger than that. And they wanted to go from that, to, you know, a mountain man life. Right. <laughs> It doesn't work that way. No. I guess it could, but I think that would be really hard for, yeah, somebody who's super, super urban. Like, yep. all of a sudden, they're, like, going out into the country, and it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, there was a movie many years ago, I'm going to date myself with Diane Keaton, and she's, like, this high-level executive in New York City, and then she ends up buying out in Vermont. And there's a whole, like, storyline behind it. <laughs> she's like, uh, I thought it was going to be like that. Um, what do you enjoy about making your videos? You know, I, I, I've always, as you know, the, one of the reasons we met, I've always been intrigued by social media and just the reach that it has. And so I guess it's easy to talk about the area we live in. There's so much to talk about. You know, we have the glacier park, we have the mountains, the rivers, the lakes. I mean, um, so it's easy to it, talk about this place. But I, I guess my what keeps me going and um, what I really like is just trying to figure out, you know, how to replicate that one video. For one, I've been trying ever since I did that. Um, and just it, it's interesting to me what videos hit and which ones don't. So I guess that's what. Yeah. And not every video is going to go viral. So no. and you just said something I think so important. So for agents that are watching this on the replay, you could just putz along and have consistency with 100 views, 200 views, 400 views, 1,000 views, 2,000 views. You know, it all adds up. And if one person sees what you're doing, that's fantastic. Um, trying to go viral usually doesn't work. It usually just kind of happens like it did to you. Yep. And my um things to do in book or tone video that i did a couple years ago i think that has like over twenty thousand views but it was over a period of time that it like kind of took off and i would never thought that i've never been able to replicate that again and my videos are, i think are better now but i've never replicated that and i've never gone back into thinking oh i need to redo that again i just figure if somebody's watching it chances are they could be a buyer or a seller right Oh, for sure. And like you said, I, I always joke with my wife and anybody that asks me, I always say, you know, everyone always asks you, did you know that one was going to go or take off? And I, I had no idea. It was just another week and I put out a video and then that happened. And I always say that had I known that was going to go viral and almost 2 million people were going to be looking at me, I probably would have dressed better. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> So uh, let me ask you a couple of things. One, do you um, plan out your content or do you just kind of get up on a Monday and go, eh, this is what I'm going to do and this is where I'm going to film. I know I've seen your videos where you're driving and you're just kind of driving around like a lake. I've seen that one. So how do you plan your content? And as Ella, Chelsea, Chelsea and I both do not batch content. We tend to be a little more fluid. So I think there's a way and style for everyone. There's no wrong way or right way. Yeah, I don't, I, we were kind of touching on this earlier on the phone. I don't, I wish I had 
two yeah. minutes worth of videos backed up because I I always come up with ideas. I mean, these these iPhones are great and any, you know, any of the phones now, but, you know, I'll just randomly, I'll be watching a hockey game or, you know, driving somewhere or whatever, and I'll think of an idea, and then I jot it down in the notes on my phone. Um, and so I've got all these things, and then, you know, I put my videos out every Tuesday. So every <laughs> Wednesday, I start thinking, God, what am I going to do for next week? Right. You know, you know, last year when I when I was fairly new, I had a hundred ideas. Now it's been a year, and I'm I feel like I'm running out of ideas. Even though, you know, there's if I would really just take some time and just sit and really think on it. Um, I know I could come up with a list of 25 more videos. So, well, and I think what happens too to all of us is we do get content burnout, you yeah. know, and I legit, um, like we get real estate fatigue sometimes too in this business when you've been in it for more than a few years. Um, and that's probably a really great time where, like, you know, sitting down on the phone and just hammering through, like, okay. Let's throw out like content ideas for Will. Let's throw out content ideas for Michelle. Let's, you know, like let other people think for us a little bit because sometimes we overthink it too. It's like, oh, nobody's going to really care about that. And then you're like, well, you hear it from somebody else. They're like, oh, no, no, that's a cool idea. Do that, you know? Yeah. So. And what I've learned is, um, you know, people are, they do tune in for information, for my channel anyway. They do tune in for information about Montana and about moving there. And those are the videos that do well. I did, we go on hikes up in Glacier Park and we do all these fun things that I've made videos about thinking, oh, people will love this and no, nobody watches. You know, they don't care that I went on a hike. Um, so I guess that's what I've learned is that I, I do need to focus more on and I shouldn't say focus more. That makes it sound like I'm doing a whole bunch of hiking videos, but I'm not. But I, I do need to focus when I come up with ideas on, you know, what somebody in Kansas or wherever that, that's thinking about moving here would want to know. I can tell you one thing that I have found with my content is food. People want to know where to eat, what the specialties are, are there um places that have been in your community or where you live for a really long time that have sentimentality um like for example last week my daughter kylie's a flight attendant so i picked her up in fort lauderdale we went to the floridian on las olas which is in fort lauderdale never been to that restaurant well apparently it's the oldest restaurant in broward county so mm -hmm. i'm gonna like, do a short like youtube you know, short video probably on that because to me, that's cool. Now, I don't know if it's going to get any views, but the food was great. <laughs> you know? We love, we are definitely foodies, you know? And so food always seems to be when, when, plus you have great seasons out there. We have no seasons here except hot and hotter. <laughs> well, I used to live down in Southern California in the desert for a while. And yeah, we had the same, we had nice summer yeah. and summer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, when you plan to do your videos, for example, is there a time amount that you feel is a good length for your videos? 
or does it really matter? You know, that's interesting. I, I normally, once I come up with the topic that I'm going to talk about, I just go out and shoot it. And if it's eight minutes, great. If it's 12 minutes, I don't, I, yeah, I would love to get more around the 12 to 15 minute mark. Um, cause just because now that it is monetized, you get more, you know, ad revenue and all of that, the longer the video is. Um, but obviously people have to stay tuned in the whole time too. You can't just mm -hmm. have a bunch of fluff in there. So no, I guess the, the, answer to your question i don't pick a time it just kind of happens yeah and do you you don't really over edit your things either do you no i um i bought some really good editing software that's one of the investments i made into all this but yeah. i mean you could take a it's it's final cut pro uh 10 and you could take a college course on it there's so much it can do and i'm barely right surface but yeah. again some of that's something I like. I it intrigues me. I want to get better, um, but it's a. I mean, you could take a four-year class on that program. Yeah, I did video editing um, with two guys from Remax about three years ago, and it really was a bit of a game changer. Mainly because I, I like to also understand, like, how do I make a transition? How can I drop in a lower third? How can I stack um, graphics and stuff like that? However, um, now what I'm starting to do is farm out to an editor at Fiverr that I found through Karen Carr's group. And that has been really nice. One because I know what she's doing. And if she sends something back that I don't like, I can either fix it myself, which is good, or I can just send it back and have her do it. But I think it's like knowing just enough so that if you need to tweak or fix something on your own and not wait, you can do that. Yeah. Um, but I don't over edit either. I try to just keep it pretty simple. Yeah, and, and that's kind of been my thing all the way along. I mean, and once that video took off, I learned that, you know, I maybe have $200 invested, if even that. I have a $25 tripod for my phone. Yeah. I have a lapel mic for my phone. Um, I bought a gimbal. That was the most expensive thing. Well, I guess... The most expensive thing would be that Final Cut Pro. I think it was three hundred dollars. Yeah. So if you add it all together, I have less than five hundred bucks in my uh, you know, whole thing. And obviously, I've made way more than that back. And I, one of my theories on um, people like that I'm just giving them information. I just I've always been a tell it like it is kind of guy, and yeah. and that's what I do. And I don't have the big Hollywood production drone shots and, you know, big, huge intros or, you know, I just go out and cover the trick and that's it. I love it. I love it. Um, if you could give any advice to someone who's still nervous about doing video or doing YouTube, what would that be? I think um, my biggest piece, well, the first thing, First and foremost is start now. <laughs> I wish I would, like I said earlier, I wish I started 10 years ago. 
But the other thing for people that are nervous about the camera, if you can think about it like this, um, when somebody walks into your office and wants to talk to you about a listing or the neighborhood or whatever, you, I haven't seen anybody run and hide from that. You're, you're perfectly comfortable talking face to face with people. When you're, when you're shooting a video, just think of that. It, you're doing the same thing. I mean, when those people are listening to you talk about the neighborhood or a condo or whatever, they're basically from their eyes watching a video of you. So I, you know, I, I said this earlier, but my wife is one of those people. She hates it. She doesn't want to be on camera. And, you know, had she been the face of this channel, we'd have 10 times the subscribers because <laughs> people would much rather listen to her than me. But anyway, um, yeah, and that's what I tell her. Think about it that you're sitting in your office talking to someone because it's the same thing. So that's my two cents. <laughs> you know what? I think that's great. That's such a great way to put it that if you can just think that you do this one-on-one, -on -one, which to me is scarier, <laughs> and you can do it on video, then off and running you go, you know, exactly. which is great, which is yeah, great. When you're in your office and you say something wrong or make a mistake, you can't edit that out. When you do right. these videos, you can edit out all you want. Exactly, exactly. Um, lastly, I know that you also have a book out, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. And that was also because of YouTube. A guy from Philadelphia was watching my videos and, and called me and he was a publisher and we started talking and one thing led to another. And now, yeah, we did a book on moving to Whitefish. I love it. And what's where do you put that and who gets it? Um, well, we have them obviously in our office. It's on Amazon. Um, so if you want to grab one there, if you're interested, it's called Moving to Whitefish, Montana. Um, I've been putting them out at the local businesses around town. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's been, it's been great. That's fantastic. And so two last fun questions. One, What's the best business advice that you ever got for real estate? And what's the worst advice that you ever got? Uh, let's see. Um, the worst advice was, and, and this, maybe I shouldn't say this, but again, I tell it like it is. Um, a, a company I used to work for, they were all about, you know, cold calling, knocking on doors, and that's just not me. And that's why YouTube has worked so well, because people are calling me now. I'm not bugging people. And I felt that. So I would, you know, for bad, it's probably not bad advice, but for me, it was, um, best advice, I guess, is, uh, just do it now. Don't wait. Um, especially when it comes to the social media things, yeah. You're never, it's never going to be perfect. There's never going to be a perfect time. There's, you know, no matter how much you prepare to have a YouTube channel or an Instagram channel or whatever, you just got to start. It's, you know, if you're waiting until you're good, perfect at it, then you're going to be too late. And then the last question that I always ask everybody, because of course we're foodies, if you could break bread with anyone famous, notorious, <laughs> um, or someone in your past 
who would that be with and what would you have to eat what would be your meal <laughs> you should have warned me michelle i didn't know it's gonna get these types of questions <laughs> wow that's a i'm sure i'm gonna regret my answer later um well what i would want to eat probably was i'm you know a, a midwestern guy i would like a good steak and <laughs> yeah steak smothered in mushrooms i think would be what i would order <laughs> there but you go who would it be uh and it could be more than one person because usually people can't pick one <laughs> yeah. you know i would probably i yeah this is I don't know, just because of my, I'm so interested in the YouTube thing and all of that, it, it would probably be somebody that's, you know, killing it on YouTube so I could quiz them and, you know, there you go. figure out some tricks. So for yeah. sure, at Pat Flynn at PodFest. Yeah. And um, uh, there was a couple of other people who were YouTubers, but they were also at PodFest because they have podcasts. They're so nice in person. So yeah. nice. So I, I kind of am with you on that. You know, I, I like knowledge and I like to learn. So where can everybody find you if they are considering moving out to Montana? Well, you can uh, get on our website. It's montanaliferealty.com or uh, our Living in Montana YouTube page has all our contact info on that. And I'm on Facebook, uh, Montana Life Realty. I've, I'm, I'm all over. So Will's my Montana connection. So absolutely, if you're considering making a move or if you live there and you're selling, reach out to Will for sure. And I so appreciate you coming on In the Hive with Michelle B today. This is so much fun. And we're going to put this out on Instagram and it'll end up on YouTube and a few other places. I'm glad we figured this out. And uh, I so appreciate your time today, Will. I know there's a bit of a time difference, but this, this is great. And I think... The agents that are watching this, hopefully it will encourage them to, as I love to say, hashtag engage at any age and just start, get started, you know, because if you do, you will get business. That is correct. Yep. All right, my friend. See you later. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for coming on. Yep. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of In the Hive with Michelle B. If you are interested in joining me as a guest, send me a DM on Instagram at the Michelle B. You can jump in on any of my clubhouse sessions also at the Michelle B. I look forward to sharing more marketing, branding, social media tips with you every month. And thanks again for sharing this podcast. And if you like it, please feel free to give me a five-star review on iTunes. I will see you soon.